In this episode of TWIP, it's all about real estate photography with Rob Moroto. This is TWIP. Hey, folks, welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Today, Rob Moroto is on the show to talk real estate. Real estate photography is one of the most popular topics on This Week in Photo. I think mainly or maybe largely because it seems like it's an approachable form of generating revenue with your camera. But I think the the under the waterline bit of it is where the you know, Rob comes in with, you know, explaining to photographers how you actually set up a business, how do you shoot, what's, what are the expectations, mm -hmm. who are the customers, who is, where the deliverables go, what are the deliverables, all that stuff. Um, Rob knows all about that. So Rob Moroto, welcome to the show, man. How's it going? Hey, thank you for having me. This is fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah. thank you for coming on. You and I were bonding as kindred, nerdy, <laughs> geek spirits, right? Mm -hmm. About all things that it takes to uh, to run online businesses and just, you know, all the things. Just like I was saying in that in the intro, there's a there's this waterline um, and above it are the things that people see like, oh, that looks easy. It's just a podcast or it's just this or real estate photography. Just grab your camera and take mm -hmm. a couple pictures, give it to the agent, whatever, right? It's a little bit deeper than that on all sides, that below the waterline amount of things that you know is what you're good at mm -hmm. explaining to people. So let, let's start with a little background on Rob sure. Moroto. Like what, what brought you into the real estate genre of photography? Ooh, well, interesting. I used to be a uh, sales and marketing manager for a real estate developer. So mm. I did that from like 2002 to around 2009. And then, well, 2009, all the you know the real estate crash back then. Sure. I lost. I I lost all the projects that I was working on, and so I quit. And I said, hey, yeah, I got to find something else. And back then, the photographer that I was using, John Sharp, he came up to me and it's like, hey, Robbie, you've been doing all these shoots. You've been setting up the camera. You've been telling me what to shoot. You could probably shoot better than I can. And well, I don't know. And it it just happened to be that like the day that I got laid off or that I was asked to write my severance letter, mm -hmm. um, it was the launch party for the Canon 5D Mark III. No, Canon 5D Mark II. <laughs> and so went out, talked to the guys at the store, and they're like, oh, yeah, do this, do this, do this. And uh, my friend John said, you know, you should buy that camera, get this lens. And I'll take you under my wing. That well, I got nothing else to do, so sure, why not? And yeah, two weeks later, my neighbor sold was selling their house, so I said I'd shoot their place, and John showed me how to do it. And next thing I know, that realtor wanted me as a client, and then or that realtor became my client, and then that realtor then told other realtors, and then just snowballed into what I've got now, and. That's Great. Yeah. That is great. I mean, that's that that's a, a like an origin story that could happen to any one of us, right? It's not oh, like, yeah. oh, you know, a radioactive spider bit me or anything like that. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, you know, you can see that happen. We many of us, most of us, I would argue, have been laid off or asked to write our own severance letters or whatever, you know, before mm -hmm. you find you land your next gig or whatever. But and then that moment in that window of time, this opportunity kind of unfolded in there in yeah. the in like when you when you got that camera was it 
and and you were you know taken under the wing and kind of shown the ropes did you immediately gel with the genre oh, was it like no. oh i should have been doing this all along or was it like okay i gotta figure this out how do you get these lines to be straight <laughs> yeah no no it was uh completely completely off i just thought you know what i'll i'll do this while i uh i'll do this while i try and figure out my life i'll I'll do this until I figure out what I want to be when I grow up kind of thing. Right. 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 Yeah. Because the thing is when you get laid off and then you take whatever severance you get and you go out and you blow all that on camera gear, <laughs> your wife tends to look at you and say, what the heck are you thinking? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I had to justify the fact that I just went out and spent thousands of dollars on a camera and a lens and so with no yeah. with no or limited foreseeable income stream on the horizon yeah. right? <laughs> pretty much pretty much and she was and this is just after she got married uh, we got married and she was like yeah we're gonna be like we're trying to have kids right now like what are you thinking and i yeah. thought well <laughs> you're right what am i thinking and yeah. so it, it was one of those really difficult times where i had to I actually had to justify buying the camera. So I did, I did the shoot for the, my neighbors. And then I started doing more shoots for realtors and it just, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't launch as fast as I wanted. Right. Like everyone keeps oh. on thinking like you look at those online courses and they're like, Oh yeah, take my course. And then within three weeks, you'll be, you'll have, you'll be making six figures. Right. Bull. Yeah. That never happens. You know yeah. what? Any job, anything that you do is going to take time. And so, yeah, the first year that I did this, God, I think I made what? Maybe 20 grand. And then the second year, it came out to 40. The year after that, 80. And then it just kept, it kept on going up, which is great. Yeah, that is great. Uh, but it took, it, took a, it took a while to get there sure yeah yeah so that yeah that's that's the dream right path of least resistance that's the marketing thing right it's mm -hmm. let me let me sell you the just a little bit you know a little bit more let's call it highly saturated version of the truth <laughs> <laughs> you know mm -hmm. and get you to buy into it when when the reality is there's some sort of gotcha in a crack somewhere like yeah you could get there but it's going to take you this long this guy this testimonial guy did it and he had these things behind him His, you know, his uncle owned a construction company or something. Yeah. Right? So, you know, you gotta, you gotta look into things deeply like that. So let, let's continue the, uh, the, the kind of conversation around the evolution of the business. So mm -hmm. now fast forward, you know, you've, you've broken the, the six figure barrier with real estate photography, mm -hmm. you're digging it, you know, and your trajectory for income is up and to the right, which is, which is like what we like to see. Um, now what right once once you got <laughs> you kind of got that momentum but not mm -hmm. not the further now what that's coming but once you yeah, get yeah. that once you got that momentum going you're like okay yeah i this could work like why do i want to go back mm -hmm. to that other thing i was doing i'm going to make this thing work then yeah. what after that was it i need to double down on marketing i need to start building a staff out like what mm. it was uh you know that it's a very good question because you you don't know that you're in that point until you're really too far at that point. Like I didn't realize that I was at that point where I needed to shift until I was so busy, so burnt out and so overwhelmed that I didn't know what the hell to do. Like I had, you know, five to eight shoots a day, seven days a week. And I didn't know how to get out of it because mm -hmm. 
The problem is, as soon as you start saying no to clients, they all go start going away. Mm. And, no, he's probably busy. He's too good. He's too, yeah. And if yeah. he isn't busy, he's probably too expensive for us anyway. Let's go with Uncle Chucky's mm-hmm. nephew who just got a cannon. <laughs> exactly. And so <laughs> it was, it just happened. Like uh, I've been very lucky in my life. And it just happened that when I was at that point, seriously, my mother came up to me and she goes, do you remember that little kid, Yuki? Yeah, that one that we gave all your, your Lego to? I'm like, yeah, mom, you gave like a suitcase of Lego away to some random kid that I didn't even know. Like, can we get it back? She's like, no, 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 no. He wants to do photography with you. <laughs> oh, okay. And oh. I I couldn't remember this kid at all. And then all of a sudden, I meet him and things start to click. He was doing some uh, some art photography and taking pictures of smoke and, you know, water vapors and stuff. And yeah. it's like trying to become the artist. And so we talked and he was working at a restaurant at the time and just wanted to get out of the kitchen. So I brought him under my wing and said, look, you know what? Let's try this. Let's become, uh, I don't know how to say it. I, I don't want to say let's become a team because I didn't yeah. want to be a team. Yeah. I want to be his boss. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought him under yeah. and he joined uh, and it was a struggle because when I worked with the builders, I knew when I was hiring someone to be like a sales associate, I knew bring them on, train them. This is how you train them because I used to, I got trained as a salesperson. I know how to train them, get them on the floor. Here's the product, get out there, sell. Great. Mm-hmm. Weekly mm-hmm. meetings, everything. I had no idea how to train another photographer because I really wasn't trained. I learned by, you know, screwing around and making all the mistakes that every photographer makes and then got to where I was. So yeah, to try and train somebody now, that was tough. And so, uh, we got through it. We got through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, and, he, and they say, you never, a... yeah, the, the way to truly internalize and understand any subject is to try to teach somebody that subject. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and you, that sounds like you hit that wall of, or that, that resistance of, oh, right. I really have to explain why, why F stop numbers go down and the hole gets bigger. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And so, you know, I trained him and it took probably six months to get him to the point where he's like self-sufficient. And then I got others who just happened to call out of the blue saying, Hey, we'd love to join your team or I'd love to, to learn from you. And I had one guy, he was, um, his father was like one of our, one of my best clients. And then he kind of left for a bit and I thought, well, where'd you go? didn't think much of it at first. I just thought maybe he was taking a vacation thought he was uh, trying something new. And finally, one day I called him up. I said, hey, you know what? I haven't shot for you for two months. You used to do like two shoots a week with me. Yeah. What's going on? And he's like, I'm sorry, but my son has started getting into real estate photography. So I started using him. I said, oh, that's fine. That's understandable. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, family's, family's important. He's not doing too well, though. Mm. <laughs> he doesn't mm. know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Can you teach him? And I thought, I don't want to teach my competition but here i'll have a beer with him and i had a beer with him nice really nice guy and then finally he comes up to me maybe three months later he's like i'm at my wit's end i don't know what i'm doing i need somebody to hold my hand through all this and i said okay great i will teach you how to do this if you join my team and bring all your clients with you and Mm. 
he said, no problem. I'll do it. And that he was my second employee. Then I got uh, Jose, my third employee. Then everyone just started to just jump on board. And it got to the point where I was doing less and less photography, more and more training, and more and more just marketing. Business. And so it was a yeah, general evolution. And so, like I said, I've been lucky. I've never had to stop and say, oh, shoot, what do I have to do now to make this business a success? It's like mm -hmm. every time that I hit that milestone, something out there in the cosmos said, oh, we got to send somebody in to help Rob here. So plunk, there's that guy. He's <laughs> going to awesome. ask the right question. All right. Yeah, and but that you, you're you're downplaying it, though. I mean, sure, I think that's an over, oversimplification of it. But, you know, opportunity is or luck is opportunity and having the ability to see it and seize it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you weren't you, these opportunities would have just gone in other directions. So by virtue of you being you, they were attracted to you and boom, you add them to the team. So I really like talking to you. <laughs> 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 you make it's me true. sound so good. <laughs> it's true, man. I'm just, yeah, I'm just regurgitating what you said. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, everything's worked out really well that way. And so my team was is is fantastic. They run everything now, and they're doing all the photography. All the photography. I still do some of my high end builder stuff, but for the most part, they're doing all the real estate stuff. I talk to the realtors every once in a while, make sure that they're happy and that uh, everything is running smoothly. And, and are you happy with that? With that? I mean, you know, it sounds like you're doing less and less shutter clicking and more and mm -hmm. more keyboard clicking, right? Are you happy with that dynamic? I am. I am. I really enjoy um, just being there for people. Mm -hmm. And what I found is that when you're out there doing the work all the time, you actually don't have that time to be there and be present for everybody. And so... I remember I'd be at a shoot, shooting for one client, and then another client would call me. Well, you're in a in a position where you're like, oh, do I take the other client's call and respect them, or do I not take the call and respect the client that's here? How do I juggle that? How do I prioritize that? And so now I'm at a point where I can – it doesn't happen where I have to choose between my clients anymore or choose my priorities. It all just – it flows. It flows yeah. really well. And with that flowing though, like how, and that's the way it should be, right? You kind of mm -hmm. find what works for you and do more of that. The smart ones in the crowd, right? Find find what yeah. they like doing and do, or what they're good at and like doing and do that, do that mm -hmm. thing. Not all of us have the, you know, the opportunity to do that, but when you can get that, that's the holy grail, right? Um, so let, let's switch gears a little bit and, and talk about the, you know, so we talk about sort of the evolution from, you know, doing what you were doing to today, you know, running a mm -hmm. successful business with multiple employees, you're digging what you're doing and all that and and what that trajectory looks like. So switch gears into what you're speaking to, uh, you know, a photographer that is looking at getting into this industry, right? Ah, and, you yep. know, they're not in your competitive area, so don't try to amoeba <laughs> them up, right? So, <laughs> no, but, you know, they, they want to get into the industry, like what, and they're already a photographer, they know how to shoot, mm -hmm. they have the gear already, let's let's use that as some, those assumptions. And sure. they're like, you know, I, I like landscape stuff, but I'm really intrigued by real estate because it seems to be hot right now. I wonder if I can make a go at it. What would mm -hmm. you say to them? I would say definitely. You know, it's it's funny, like, 
I've been doing uh, courses through the camera store, which is, uh, I don't know if you've ever looked at the camera store or TSC TV. The camera yeah, store no, TV. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. With, mm-hmm. uh, with Chris Nichols and Jordan Drake. Yeah. I'm a big fan. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, those guys are great. Now they're in DP review and just mm-hmm. killing it there. But uh, I've done some courses through the camera store in person. And it's always been a packed house of people asking, well, why are you, teaching how to become a real estate photographer isn't that going to create more competition for you and i said no no no, no. we can't be in this world of thinking that there's limited resources or limited supply out there because we're not going to get along we're all going to just kill each other it's going to become like uh, it's like lord of the flies we're all going to like destroy each other we can't do that we got to work together and if you look at any major city like in my area, there's around what five thousand listings a month. If there's five thousand listings a month, I would need to get what oh a hundred a hundred photographers on board to do all that. I can't. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm happy with having my twelve group of twelve guys out there just shooting, enjoying, having fun, and you know having a good relationship with each of our clients. I don't want to be the guy that's out there shooting for everybody because it doesn't work. And so when I talk to people, I say, you know what? No, become friendly with everybody. Know the industry, know who's out there, become friends with them. And it works out really, really well. And everybody that wants to join should join because there's enough work out there. There's enough turnover in realtors that there's always going to be a new realtor out there. And there's always new people that you can make relationships with. And for anyone that's starting this, the biggest thing that I got to say is if you haven't done real estate photography before, then you have to understand that it's not photography that gets you business. It's not photography that keeps the clients coming back. It's the service and it's your relationship. So work on that first and then everything else will follow. Oh, interesting. I'm glad you said that. So just to reiterate that you're saying you're not going in there trying to be Ansel Adams you know, and create the next big work of art, which you want, you want competent, executed, well-executed photography of the property to sell it. But where the magic is, is customer service and building Mm -hmm. relationships with the, with the surrounding uh, realtor market. Is that, and that's the customer, right? The realtors. That no, the customer is not the realtor. Who is the customer Okay, for you? Like who's writing you the check? Well, okay. Yes. The realtor is writing me the check, but yeah. The the customer is the homeowner that's selling their house. That's who you're shooting for. Yeah, okay. that's who I'm shooting for. And so we've always got to keep that in mind because I've I've seen this before. Where uh, for for example, like my staff, they're out, they're busy, and I had one instance where I, one of my guys he got into a car accident on the way to a shoot. So obviously he can't make the shoot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I called the realtor up and I say, hey, you know what? Sorry. Uh, so-and-so got into a car accident. He's fine. He's just, uh, he's in a ditch. He can't get out. And I've got nobody else I can send for you for the shoot. I'm so sorry. And the realtor's like, oh yeah, that that's fine. Um, and you know, when you're talking with somebody and they have that, like, so what are you going to do for me? Kind of vibe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So I started to get that. And so I stopped him right there. And I said, look, your your seller is probably going to be kind of upset that my photographer is not there, right? He's like, oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, how about this? I'm going to uh, let me call them up. I'll schedule a new time with your client 
so that you don't have to do all that stick handling. I'll call them up. And to make it up for them, I'm also going to have my guy drop off a gift certificate to a restaurant that's close by so that they can just go out for dinner while my guy's shooting. And that'll make it up to the, the customer. And I hope that's going to work out well because I don't want this to look bad on you because it's not yeah. your fault that my guy got into an accident. So I want to make sure that your relationship with the homeowner is still kept intact. I'm going to take full blame for this and I'm going to make it better. All right. Yeah. And the realtor's just like, uh, yeah, no, that that's great. <laughs> He's right? trying to find the hole in there. Like, what? what's your yeah. angle here? <laughs> like he was probably looking for, you know, like, Hey, give me 20% off or something like that. Right. But yeah, yeah. the most important thing was that homeowner. And by doing that, that realtor then became one of those guys that told that story to other realtors and like, no, you know what? These guys actually know what's important. They know mm. how our business works. They know that we are working to sell a client's home. And so I trust these guys. And that was the key right there. I trust yeah. these guys. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing, right? Because everyone's working on limited time and have 90% of it. Well, you know, I'm oversimplifying, but 90% is just showing up and being reliable enough to be where you say you're going to be when you say you're going to be there so that yeah. they can rely on that for their client. You know, mm -hmm. it's not going to be, they're not going to, no one wants to be in a position of apologizing all the time. Right. So, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know, but if you're going above and beyond and it's like, yeah, my, my guy got, a, he has a seriously legitimate excuse for not being there, but all that aside, let's make it right. You know, regardless, mm -hmm. cause you could have ended it right there. You could have said, Hey, it's, you know, hey, accident. That's why fault. they call them accidents. <laughs> right. That's I, it wasn't intentional. Uh, and just dropped it and you, your conscience would have been clear, but mm -hmm. you went above and beyond and said, okay, my conscience is clear anyway, but the real thing is this customer, i.e. the homeowner is going to be disappointed. So how can we, how can we get past that? Yeah, exactly. Really cool. So yeah. looking, looking at the business, Rob, so the, the, the overall real estate business. So a lot of photographers listening to this are like, yeah, I can do that. I customer service, I can shoot. I want to do that. I want to get started mm -hmm. doing that right now. I don't know where to start. Um, one of the questions they would have to ask themselves if, if they want to do this, they say they have aspirations to go full time with this, how much mm -hmm. money, right? And how, how yeah. much money can you make? And I know that's going to vary, obviously, but how much money can you make? And then one question that would come up in my mind initially, as I'm kind of working through the spreadsheet would be, what can I charge? And yes. you know, in my area, is it dependent on what that, you know, do I have to go target million dollar homes in order to make a living? Or can I do, you know, regular, you know, mm -hmm. you know, neighborhood homes? I don't know. How does all that work? No, that's, that's an interesting question because we get this, uh, this pricing question all the time. What should I charge? And my response is always going to be, what's your time worth? Yeah. And <clears throat> I looked at it and I said, my time is all is you know uh, when i was working for uh, the developers i was making uh $120,000 a year so that's around 60,000 uh, $60 per hour right mm -hmm, when you mm -hmm. go uh 40 hours a week 50 hours uh, 50 hours a year or 50 weeks a year then mm -hmm. it comes out to double so i was making around $60 an hour if i wanted to make the same amount then as a contractor you actually have to double that and so I had to charge out at around 120 because half the time 
you're working half the time you're getting the getting work and so you have to be able to charge double when you are actually working mm-hmm. with that all i had to look at uh each shoot and then say how much time am i actually spending on this job and so if i'm spending an hour at the house and then an hour in processing i can justify charging for two hours and saying okay well that's 240 mm-hmm. and if i do that the the uh, the realtor will be like, oh, really? How do you break that down? It's like, well, I'll be an hour on site, hour editing. I charge one twenty an hour. That's it. Like, oh, well, uh, I can't afford that for this listing. It's like, oh, well, fair enough. Mm-hmm. What would you like to pay? I'm like, I want to pay, a, uh, say, one hundred and fifty bucks. All right, at one hundred and fifty bucks, I'll be there for no more than thirty minutes, and I'll spend no more than thirty minutes on uh, editing. You might not like what you get. I don't think that you'll really like it because you're probably only going to get around 20 photos, 25 photos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are you okay with that? And the thing that happens when you do that is all of a sudden you're meeting their price expectations, but you're not discounting yourself. What you're doing is you're just shortening the amount of time that you're going to commit to it. Mm -hmm. And that way you're still whole. You're still at $120 an hour. And by using that kind of strategy, it's very easy to talk to people and say, look, what you want is quality and you want it at this price. These two things don't work together because I can't get that done in that amount of yeah. time. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm turning it down. And when you put it that way, people understand and they respect you because you're not discounting. It's, uh, it's But a if you don't, cool if thing. you do that, and that, that makes perfect sense. But then the variable in there is, you know, what if, what if the, the, agent says mm-hmm. oh, okay that's too rich for my blood uh i'm gonna go with joe bob over here who can do it for 50 bucks or mm-hmm. whatever and of course you can say well you're gonna get that level of work and i'm you know yeah. we're we're this this and this does that argument hold water i'm sure you've gotten that where they're like yeah. you know what i can't afford it i'm out right how do, how do you handle those objections oh that's a, that's an easy one because realtors are like photographers and i know that's gonna sound strange but we both have portfolios. I have a portfolio of amazing photos that I show to people and say, here, this is my work, right? Realtors do the same thing. They have a portfolio of all their past listings. Now, if they go up to a client that's about to sell their house and they say, well, here, here you go. Look at all these places that I've sold. And, like, and they look at it and say, well, I like the photos of this house. This no. one's shit. Oops, sorry. Bleep. Oh, no, yeah, it's fine. Then, yeah, no FCC. And, it's fine. <laughs> right. And then it's like, well, this one's good. This one's not. I don't like this one. I like this one. It looks like, you know, you're all over the place with your photographer. I don't know what you're going to send to my listing. Are you going to send the good photographer that did this one? Or are you going to send me the crappy one that sent this one? And homeowners know that. They can see that, especially nowadays when everything is on Instagram, right? They're going right. to, they are going to hire the realtor based on how the realtor has listed their last 10 homes. So what I tell my realtors is, look, your brand, you are represented by the photography that you hire on. If you want a $50 photographer to represent you, I'm sorry, that's going to hurt your reputation. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Easy. And that works. You've been successful with that. Oh, wow. It works. And, but I don't tell them that, right? Yeah. You got to do it in a roundabout way. 
And I, I preempted, that's one of the, um, that's one of the conversations that we tell when we're talking with realtors, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you know, you go to the site, you got realtors there and you start shooting and you have to have topics of conversation because mm-hmm. you're not going to be just both awkwardly silent while you're shooting. It's not golf. And so we, we talk about that and say, yeah, you know what? Photography is, uh, photography is important. It's because of this. It's your brand. Uh, I want to make sure that I'm representing your brand properly. And, you know, you're going to use this as your portfolio later on. So I want to make sure I got a good shot here. Like this shot here, you're probably not going to use it in your listing, but wow, that's going to be a great shot. If you can keep that in like one of your listing brochures, right? Like, yes. You should, you, yeah. you should do that. And you get it into their head that you're there to help market them and help their business and that you're on their team. And all of a sudden they get it and they won't go for that $50 guy anymore. Yeah, that is amazing. See, that's a lot. You've learned a lot over the span of time that you've been doing this business, right? All the little nuances and psychological Mm -hmm. triggers to pull and what to say when this happens. It sounds like you got it down to a science. I want to talk about that uh, because I know you have a course out um, that that people either can buy now or will be able to buy in the future. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, But I want to drill in um, more into sort of the the deliverable side of things, right? Okay. So you're the photographer, you know, you got to say you pass all that, you got the gig, you're getting your rate and you're mm-hmm. at the, you're at the property walking up to this spread and it's time to start shooting. The, how does that piece work? Are you, do they just yes. let you off the leash and you go take the photos or are they leading the, they being the the agent or listing agent leading you around on a leash saying, get a shot of that, get a shot of this pool, <laughs> and, you know, all these it's, things. How does that how does that play out? It's a little bit of both. And so with the with the realtors, there's there tends to be three kinds. There's the I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm gonna micromanage you kind that will keep mm-hmm. you on a short leash and be like, get this photo, get that photo, get this, get this, and make sure that you get this, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's the a completely aloof, it's like, just go shoot it. And then <laughs> there's the ones that are they trust you and they know yeah. they trust you enough that they're like I trust your eye. I trust what you're going to do. Just go. And if you have any problems, let me know. Those are the, those are the best clients, but um, you just have to know how to get either any type of client to that trusting client point. And Mm -hmm. it is, it's handholding It's building that relationship. And the interesting thing is, and I tell this to a lot of people, it's like, you're not taking a photo. You're taking a set of photos and it is a collection of photos that you're putting together and they all have to work together. Like if you look at anything like baseball cards, you can flip through mm-hmm. baseball cards and they'll all have a, the, a similar kind of look, right? Yeah. Real estate photos have to do the same thing because everybody's looking at them on their phone and going flip, 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 flip. They all have to look pretty similar or else they're going to be like flip, flip. Oh, what's this photo doing here? Oh, is this one in the same house? Or they uh-huh. they won't be able to they won't look succinct they won't, it won't look like it's a, a package and mm-hmm. when you can get to the point where you can take your client and say no I'm not going to take this photo I'm not going to take a photo of that because what what it does is it's going to make it, that photo is going to stand out and it's not going to mean anything you want a picture of the room you want this because you know, what we're doing is I've got one corner shot here. I've got a shot of this straight on here. And I've got this shot here. And so when people are flipping through it, it goes, you know, corner shot from this side, corner shot from this side. I've got straight on here. And then I got a detail shot accentuating this. 
this one shot that you want is going to look really out of place in that sequence. I'll still take it for you. But remember, when you put it on MLS, that may look out of sequence. And so when you're looking at it, be sure that you're flipping through it. And then as, after you flip through that one, tell me what you think. Tell me how it feels. And tell me if you still want to use it. Wow. Yeah. And it's uh, it's cool. Once you get past the idea of, oh, look, here's a cool shot, to here's a complete, comprehensive set of photos that, that aptly reflects the house. Yeah. Once you get that, then you're golden. When you when you get there, how prepared do you have to be for these houses? Like, do you do you scout a house? Like, say it's a million dollar listing or two million, mm -hmm. whatever. Do you have the opportunity to go there before showing up to actually do the shoot, or is that more in the realm of architectural photography? That's more what I would do on my builders or my uh, builders, architects, interior design kind of clients. Mm -hmm. um, I won't. I usually won't scout it out if it's just a realtor client because. Uh, they work so fast. Like they will have a listing uh, meeting with the homeowner. The homeowner will say, yeah, let's get this on the market. Can we get it on the market tomorrow? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. it's usually at around eight or nine o'clock at night that we have people going onto our website, booking a shoot for the next day. <laughs> so wow. we don't have time wow. to do a lot of that uh we do, we do have we do like to talk to our realtors and say look get the house prepared first we have a document that you can send to your homeowners uh we'll send them a reminder that we're coming and they need to make sure that the house is ready or else it's not going to sell and that's not going to be good for anybody right you're not going right. to get your commission i'm not going to get paid you're, or yeah, you're going to resent you paying up? me because you that? ever shown up at a house that was uh, kind of in trash condition? It, but... Oh my god, all the time, <laughs> really? all the time. <laughs> we just had one. Like we've got a we've got a Slack board with uh, all of our staff, and we've just got one hashtag there that's like like funny stuff. Yeah. And I had one of my guys post like, okay, so this is the first time that this has happened. Um, my tenant is still asleep in the bed. Like, so he went there, the landlord let him in to take pictures of this place that they're selling and the tenant is there sleeping in the bed. <laughs> so, so what'd you do? Like, you'd be like, Hey, can you move to the kitchen for five minutes and make up the bed real quick? And then you can go back to bed. <laughs> right. And it's just, you know, same, same thing. It's we, we talk to the client and say, okay, well, how do you want to handle this? Like, this is embarrassing for everybody. And, uh, we've got it. Let's try and find the best solution <laughs> but wow. yeah we have things like that we have I, oh my god we've we've had it where the realtor sends us an address and it's the wrong address and we were in the living room and somebody says well why are you here and like, well because the realtor told us to be here it's like we're not listing our house like well how did you get in it's like well the front door was open like the realtor said it would be <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yeah. could end badly <laughs> that could that good yeah, yeah so, absolutely yeah. yeah. Wow. You know, so, so when you're in there though, what, like what are, what does your loadout look like? And are you, are you doing drone type photography? You're doing 360, do. all, all the things you're doing the, uh, what is it? The Matterport walkthrough, yep. all those things. So what is, what's, what's the, what's the kit that you need to show up with, especially to a house that you didn't have a chance or, or time to scout? What does mm -hmm. the, the loadout and deliverables look like? Okay, good question. So one of the things that we do is our basic is just photography. So we've got, uh, you know, we typically our kit is a Canon 60 or a 60 Mark II with a 
12 to 24 uh, mil Sigma and then a 24, 105. So that goes, that's a, that's a range that we need 12 mil to 105. Uh, once we've got that, we've got all our lighting gear. So usually just Godox flashes. Mm -hmm. And then from there, depending on what the services are, because we offer uh, measurement services. So we will take measurements of the house and then we can take, uh, make floor plans of the house. We can do 3d tours. Uh, we can do uh, the Matterport, which is even uh, a better 3D tour because it can mm -hmm. do that whole dollhouse thing, which is amazing. Yeah. Which is crazy. And yeah. It's it's nuts, right? And then we can do, uh, we do two types of video. We've got what we call our simple video where we literally shoot the entire house using an iPhone, right? Yeah. The iPhones okay. are so good that you can shoot a, a real estate video with an iPhone. And yeah. it's... Super quick, super easy, and it's like just a handheld awesome. iPhone, or do you put it on a gimbal or anything? We do put it on the gimbal. We do put yeah, it on the, the gimbal. Little DJI, so a little, the little DJI thing. Yeah, just to look okay. look a little professional, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then we do um, we do the drone, and um, what else do we do? And of course, we do regular video as well. So with that though, we do break it up into different specialties so my measurement people are one specialized group of staff that i've got my video guys are a little bit different and then my photographers and 3d guys are uh well they are my three, uh, 360 virtual tour guys so uh depending on what the appointment is and what the realtor wants then we send out different teams of people to each of the properties mm -hmm. but if you're if you're a solo guy then that could still be on your package of things that you're offering is just, mm -hmm. you know, what, what you pull out of your equipment locker is determined by what they ordered. Like, Oh, they want aerials yeah. and a 360. So I got to bring that kit with me and you go out to the thing, you do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, it, okay. So we, we skipped over one piece first year, second year yeah. revenue window. Yes. What, are, yeah. what, what can, what can these guys, what can photographers make if they decide to jump into this? You know, your first year is going to be rough. You're going to be like under 20, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. under 20K. But after that, you're going to, you're probably going to double your business every year until you get to that comfort zone where you you feel like you have enough money. So mm -hmm. it will take, you know, two, three years before you feel comfortable. They can and... be part-time. You're not, you're not, you know, living on the streets while you're shooting, right? You could still have your no. day job and still yeah. fit this in. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. No, the day mm. job is an interesting one because the uh, because now you're scheduling with three different schedules. You've got the homeowner schedule, the realtor schedule, and then your schedule. And mm -hmm. out of those three, if you want to keep the business, your schedule has to be the one that is the most flexible. Mm. So if the homeowner says, I'm only available, the house can, I can be out of the house between 9 a.m. and, or let's say 10 a.m. and noon which yeah. is in the middle, you know, you have a staff meeting scheduled every day at 10 a.m., right? So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's tough to do that. Like, uh, geez, you could be an Uber driver, but <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Right, right. Um, it it will require some commitment and some, and it is going to be, yeah, you need the flexibility and you are going to need some, you will need help. Like I was lucky enough that my wife was, uh, she had a full-time job that was able to pay all of our expenses. Uh, during the uh, during those first couple of years, so that I could get this business up and running. And mm -hmm. if it weren't for her, no, I don't think I could have actually done this. And wow. um, yeah, 
Wow. Wow. So we talked about, um, the products that you can, that you offer the gear. Oh, one, one thing I had on my list, I made a mental note to remember, remember the education you mentioned, mm -hmm. you know, the learning how to be an educator, learning how to yes. teach these photographers, how to do the work that, and that being, you know, kind of difficult, you know, in the, mm -hmm. in the beginning, at least the yeah. now, as you look back on that, do you feel like that was your sort of this is what I was supposed to have been doing all along is, you know, it, acting in this, this capacity in the business. It kind of is. I, I actually, I do like training people and it's, uh, it's neat. The more, like you said, you know, the more you train, the more you actually learn about your craft. Yeah. And so I've gotten very used to training people and teaching people how I do my photography. It is, you know, it is a type of HDR and um, it's not, commonly found out there like i'm you know i've been uh friends with uh ron pepper from uh hgr soft and yeah you know their photomatics uh uh program has been a lifesaver for my business but you know talking with him seeing all the other photographers out there seeing all the tutorials and youtubes and about how to do real estate photography there's nobody out there that actually quite does photography like i do and mm. I realized that my technique is, is unique. It's simple and it's consistent. And so because the uh, method that I use to shoot and to process is so simplified, it's very easy for me to go up to another person and say, Hey, this is how we're doing it. This is how you need to shoot because this is how we're going to process. And then here's the workflow from A to B. Here's how you deliver it. And then here's how you do the follow-up with your clients so that you know that they're happy and you get more business in your course in your, the the course we mentioned do you take it from from zero all the way through to your first client like are you showing the gear that people need and the conversations and how to approach a a, a realtor office and the follow-up yes. and all the things all the way through to final delivery and okay that client is done i can close the books on that one and move on to the next one like is it soup to nuts like that but pretty much and it's so the course I've got right now, it is a course that teaches you how to shoot, know what to shoot, how to shoot it, and know how to set up your gear, how to deliver it. And I always believe that a course like this should be more like a, a resource that you can always keep on going back to. So the other parts that I'm building up right now are the business side. And so if you sign up for the course, it's a lifetime course. So as I add on these new courses, you just get those for free and you just keep on growing. And if you have a, you know, if students have topics that they want me to cover, then they can just contact me and say, Hey Rob, you know what? I want you to talk about this. How do I deal with a dog in the backyard? Like whatever it is, I don't care what, what it is. If, if I feel that it's going to be helpful for you to become a better real estate photographer, great. I'm going to put it in there because this is also the course that I'm using from now on to train all of my staff. And it's, I've made a course like this already once, and it was at the very beginning of the pandemic and we were mm -hmm. hiring on new staff and I couldn't actually meet up with them. So I late at night, grab a beer and start recording. And well, I can't put those videos online. Uh, <laughs> so I've re-recorded a whole bunch of them, made it a little yeah. bit easier and yeah. a little bit cleaner. And yeah. that's what this course became. And so now I'm going to be using this course, which is a lot more polished. It's a lot more succinct and it's 
straight to the point. It's like, okay, well, here, these are the types of shots. This is why we need them. This is the order that we need to take them in. And this is why. Wow. And the logic is always there because I've always found that when you go to a shoot and a realtor's like, oh, so why are you shooting from here? Get that question all the time. And if you don't have an answer, you're they they will question whether or not you're good or not. Like they will question how professional you are based on the answers that you provide. So you have to have the right answer every time. Yeah, quick. You got to know how to talk to talk so that you can you can get the gig. Yeah, that that's that's really interesting. So when you when you are looking at this, so you have this online course, so you have the enterprise with, you know, you have clients calling, you're dispersing photographers out on jobs, mm -hmm. jobs come back into you or are you training the photographers on post-processing the Moroto way or are you taking all the images and doing them yourself and handling the final mm -hmm. delivery to the clients? No, I've I've left all the processing to my staff. And the reason for it is because I wasn't there at the house. So I don't know if the wall was blue, yellow, green, or what. They did. They were there. So they can remember exactly where the what the colors were. And they can also remember um, all the things that they said to themselves, oh, I'll fix that in post. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. there's, mm -hmm. there's times where you go in and you start shooting a place and you realize after you shot the entire kitchen, that there's a little piece of green tape on the wall for where there was a deficiency. Right. Yeah. So only that photographer will know that that green tape is there and yes. they will have to Photoshop it out out of all of their uh, kitchen images. Now we can't send it to an editor. We can't send it to anyone else on the team to do it because we may miss it. And we can't mm -hmm. have that. We don't want to miss anything for our clients. We want to be able to get it done right the first time, every time. So then, what's what's their what's their commitment to you? Like, what's the mm -hmm. job? They get they get the you call them up, you email them, text, or through some other mechanism, Slack or whatever. Let them know that they have a gig to be or an appointment to be at this time and do this package for this yep. agent. Go out there and do it. I'm assuming they're already an independent contractor on your team, so. They go out, they do the job, it's done to your specifications, and it's good. There's nothing that needs to be reshot or whatever. What happens then? Do they just come back, they do the processing, and now they have a folder full of images that are ready to oh. go and Dropbox them over to you? Or do they, like, how, what, yeah. what happens between when, the, sh when the, sh the photos are processed and done to the time mm -hmm. that the, the agent is satisfied and happy? Okay, so uh, let's go through that entire process. So yeah. we realize that a lot of our agents like to book at any time during the day. Like we have people booking uh, booking shoots at 3 a.m. And mm -hmm. so once we realized that, we decided to put all our booking online. So we use Acuity to schedule all of our stuff. And as soon as somebody books online with Acuity, a text message and an email go out to uh the photographer that's been assigned to it and an email will go out to our admin and to me. And so that we can just double check and make sure that all the information is in there that, that we need. And, mm -hmm. and when you say, you say it goes out automatically to a photographer that's assigned to it. How does that assignment happen? Is it, you know, Joe is for this week, Joe is on single family homes, three bedrooms or smaller. And Sam is handling the million dollar homes and Jody over there is going to handle the yeah. commercial stuff. Is it like that? Kind of, kind of. Uh, we break it up into segments. So where, where are they in the city? 
because we don't want mm. people driving from one end of the city to the other and then back ah, again, districts right? oh they got their so, own beats yeah <laughs> yeah so we we divide the city up into north and south and then we have two people uh let's know we have three people in the south three people in the north and then it's just a round robin as to who who gets what um mm -hmm. of course if we find that uh we've got one one person who is at a shoot the next job which is with somebody else is right next to it and then there's another one over here we will reschedule them so that it's the same person that uh is taking the two shoots that are close close together because we really don't want to be driving around that much like gas yeah. is expensive uh it's not good for the environment and it's not a good use of time right yeah so no, for sure. we try and we try and economize on that part of it and nice thing with our uh, with our process is that we process 100% on MacBook Pros. And so my staff have either a 16 or a 14 inch MacBook Pro uh, with the M1, with the M1 or M2 chip because, oh my God, these things are so much faster and so much nicer. <laughs> yeah, and they are. Yeah. We can actually charge them with a car charger, like the, the lighter charger, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. we work out of our cars all the time. And I have, uh, this process where we do the shoot, we get the SD card out, we put it into the computer, press a couple buttons, drive off to the next shoot, and it's already half processed, which is fantastic. And then if you want, just then drive over to the nearest Starbucks, jump onto their Wi-Fi from the parking lot, upload your photos, and then you're done. Right? Yeah. It's and that's it. Yeah. It's and they're uploading the final that. photos. You're not you're not having them upload the raw files, or are they shooting raw? Right? It's just they the final. So it is. So they're editing the raw file and then exporting a JPEG from that and fulfilling mm -hmm. the requirements of the work order. They find Wi-Fi through one method or another, upload them to, I'm presuming, a Dropbox or something somewhere yep. named appropriately. You see it come in, and then mm -hmm. what? And then we send out the, we send out the email to the, the clients, uh, and then we've got a we've got a automation that sends out a follow up email saying, look. Uh, your shoot was done on this day. It's been a day. Hope everything's been all right. Let us know. Give us some feedback. And if there's anything that we can do to make it better, great. If not, hey, can we ask you for a five-star review? And nice. Bang. Nice. Right? And very cool. What a machine, man. That's, that is... That is very slick. Where where in there does the does the requester, the the agent or the the client get mm -hmm. billed? Is it through Acuity or do you do that after the fact, after they sign off on the job? We do it after the fact. We used to do it on every job, but then what we found was that we uh, we started to get complaints from the clients who were doing like thirty uh, appointments a month, mm -hmm. and. Because those guys, they just want to have one invoice at the end of the month, have 30 days and pay it like a regular company, right? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so we looked at it and we said, okay, so we may lose, we may have the problem of some of our smaller clients. We only do one or two shoots every couple of months. We may not get paid by them. Right. 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 Because we're not yeah, taking care of They already have the photos, you know, you become yeah. a lower priority. Yes. Yeah. So we may not get paid by them. All right. But do I risk uh, my, do I risk losing my larger clients because of them? Or do I just keep them as my risk? Mm -hmm. And so we went that route where we bill once a month at the end of the month. And 
everything that you've done in that month gets filled out once. You have 30 days to pay it. And my and the way that I look at it is if you're a realtor and you shoot on, say, the 2nd, you're not getting your invoice until the 31st, and then you have 30 days. You've got 60 days to get that listing sold. Yeah. And by the right. time that it's sold, then you can pay, right? Like, yeah. there's no risk. And it's rolling. To- it's rolling too, right? Because yeah. in that in that time window, presumably they will have secured other listings that are mm-hmm. also being photographed, right? So it's a, it's yeah. a rolling thunder kind of thing. So they're always on the hook for yes. owing you some money at some yeah. point, right? And it's the onus is yeah. on you to keep track of that. How do you keep track of all those though? That's a lot. Like It <laughs> is. And so we've got, um, so we use FreshBooks. And I don't know if I want to support them, uh, <laughs> but I haven't found anything else that I can support and plug here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. right now we're using we're using FreshBooks, and the nice thing about it is that you can set up reminders, and it, it sends out a reminder like, okay, hey, we sent you an invoice. Hey, did you receive our invoice? We sent sent it to you ten days ago. Hey, you know what? Your invoice is going to be due in ten days. Hey, your invoice is due today. I wish they had a few more that said, hey, pay up. right yeah yeah after the fact but yeah uh, they do allow for those three reminder emails and that's that's helped us out uh and as well i have hired somebody in house that just works part-time and she is our uh collections uh person oh wow you have to have a collections person oh yeah 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 you don't want to be doing that right no i and i can't and here's the interesting thing about it because of the way that I've structured this. I have to be um, the person in the relationship that's always the, um, you can come to me for anything kind of guy, right? Mm -hmm. So if a client has a problem, they have to feel comfortable enough to come to me to ask for anything. Yeah. I don't want to be the collections guy because then it's hard for me for them to come to me. Yeah. Like I I had, uh, I had one client who, uh, she did a bunch of work for us. And then all of a sudden something happened in her family where she couldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. She tossed the listing. She just gave them up to another realtor and, but she still had what two, $3,000 outstanding. And so I called her up and I said, Hey, is that, is everything okay? And that's how I went at it. I didn't go in like, Hey, you owe us money. It's like, no, Hey, are, are you okay? And she told me the entire story of what's been happening to her and why things have been so tough. I said, mm-hmm. you know what? I get it. All right. You know what? You know where I am. You know where you're at. When you're at a place where you want to come back and, and you know, settle this up, let me know. Until then, you worry about your stuff because you've got enough on your plate right now. Yeah, right? Don't worry about yeah. me. Just you do you. And two years later... I started just seeing these e-transfers come in. I'm like, what's this company? I don't recognize this company. And then I look at it and it's like, and it's, and it's got invoice numbers on it. I'm thinking, those numbers are really low. <laughs> look it up and it's her. I'm thinking, oh my God, yeah. she's paying. And so yeah. I call, uh, called her up and I said, hey, I just got your e-transfer. Like, thank you. And she's like, yeah, you know what? We got through everything. Everything's fine now. I've got this. I'm doing this. I'm and uh, remember that listing here, it's sold. So I got my commission check. And the first person I wanted to pay off was you. That's great. And I thought, great. You know what? Mm-hmm. Perfect. And yeah. that feels good, right? 
that yeah. feels good rather than the hey i'm gonna take this guy to court and uh and sue him because he hasn't paid me like i don't want to be that guy right right yeah no that's great i mean and it goes that goes towards just the kind of business that you're building and that you want to build and the the goodwill that you want to sow into the community because these are people that are going to you know you'll see them again right mm -hmm. so yeah so it pays to do the right thing you know, so I, I wanted to wrap up with um, just the, I want to talk about the course, but yeah. for, yeah, so the the course that you've built, that we kind of mm -hmm. foreshadowed it a little bit in the beginning, that you've kind of compartmentalized or condensed all of the stuff that we've been talking about, this workflow from light bulb to, <laughs> you know, making a deposit in the ATM, right? So, yeah. you, so tell me about that. What's the elevator pitch for the course? It is the essentials for whatever you would need to get into real estate photography. Like the biggest thing with real estate photography is that a lot of photographers don't realize that real estate photography is not architectural photography or interior photography. It's not, let's get something cool. Let's get something artistic. It's not about art. It's not about um, getting the cool angles. It's about documentation. It's about, uh creating a representation of the entire home that's usable it's creating a package of marketable product and it's it's a whole different mindset so we start off the course by talking about what the difference is from architectural to real estate what a real estate photo shoot needs to be what needs to be in it and how it needs to be presented so that it is actually usable by the realtor to market a product and then we go into okay how do we dissect that how do we shoot a place how do we look at a an open floor plan and decide where in that open floor plan we're going to put our cameras how do we mm -hmm. get all of that and then the shooting and processing how do we how do we do that in a way that's going to be consistent every time because yeah it, it, consistency is key for, with this stuff and once that's done then how do you export it? How do you deliver it? And then how do you keep that relationship going? And so there's so much there that it's um, it's tough to be able to say, what is the key focus on this? Because you can't focus on one part without the other because none of it will work unless you have the entire package. And that's why I don't yeah. like, you know, when people come up to me and they're like, oh, well, I could probably look that up on YouTube. It's like, yeah, you can look that part up, but you won't get this part. And without right. this part, that means nothing. And unless yeah. it's whole, it doesn't work. It's like having a car without brakes. You're going to go fast. You'll do well until you crash. Until you need something in there. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a business in a box kind of approach to the, to mm -hmm. the, you know, building a foundation. And then on top of that, all the different widgets that you need to put in place in order to make, to make the, you know, Rube Goldberg mechanism do what it's supposed to do, right? <laughs> it's yeah. like uh, all the different pieces. But if you're missing that one spring right there, sure, you could probably assemble all these through YouTube and, you know, any number of educational services, LinkedIn learning, et cetera. You put it all together and you could kind of get a, a view of, of what you should be doing. But yeah, I, I agree with you putting it all into a, hey, I did this. I walked over these hot coals. I'm mm -hmm. over here now. I know what it takes to get you from there to here. This is how you do it. Boom. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, that's that's great. So how do they how do they get it? And what does it cost? Uh, right now, it is uh, available at robmoroto.com. Just go in there, go into courses and you'll, it's the first one there. 
And regularly, it is uh, <laughs> regularly it's five ninety nine. We've got currently our launch price because I think I said this at the beginning. There's still a few components that I haven't put on there yet. But if you get the if you're getting it, it's going to be a lifetime access. So you're going to get it pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, it's the business side that is still in development. It's pretty quick. It'll get on there. But if you get it now, it's going for two seventy nine. And yeah. nice. obviously, everybody wants a coupon code. And because yeah. it's you, I will make sure that there's a coupon code. We'll put it into the show notes here. Yes. Like every other show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this one has to be a good coupon code, though. You know, oh, TWIP, yeah. Listeners, yeah. TWIP listeners expect the, the cut to be deep. You know? so. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I love doing this with uh, people like your TWIP listeners because... Mm -hmm. I think that they are like us, where they understand that the relationship is important. They'll understand that, hey, you know what? Rob's not perfect. You know what? If I see something on there that I think that he should fix, they should be able to feel free to tell me, or they should be like, hey, Rob, you know what? I really want you to explain this more. Great. I'm going to be there for them. I'm going to be available to answer any of the questions out there. Because at the end, I just want everybody who wants to become a real estate photographer to become a real estate photographer and become a success. And the reason for that is if they become a success, they're going to be more likely to say, Hey, you know what? I'm growing a team now of real estate photographers. Hmm. Maybe I should just get my entire team to take Rob's course. And then we'll just be yeah. all doing the same thing and we'll all learn and we'll all be successful. And that's kind of what I want. I want to be that hub of where success happens. Yeah. Have you, have you ever considered the idea of letting this course be sort of your emissary out into the world and establishing beachhead, uh, you know, the beachhead of the Rob Moroto photography real estate company in different parts of the country or the world or this country you're in Canada, but you know, yeah. tackle the U S I thought about it. I thought about the expansion and the expansions, franchises and all yeah. that. The, I don't think I don't think that I want an empire. <laughs> <laughs> Said no I, I man love, ever. <laughs> right? No, I, I think I got to the point where uh, it's like this. You know when you're 20 and you want a Ferrari? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you want to right. run for that Ferrari, but then you get to around 40 and you're like, you know what? A Jeep is good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm at that point where I know what I want now. I know what my aspirations are and the Jeep is good. So yeah, uh, yeah. I'd rather be there. I'd rather have the truck and I'd rather be the guy with the truck that, you know, anyone can call at any time and say, Hey, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, I just bought a sofa. Can you help me pick it up from Ikea? I want to be that guy that anyone could just call on. Yeah. So that's who I'm going to be. Well, that's good. That's awesome, man. Good. Congratulations on all the stuff that you It's inspirational from a, on a number of levels, from a marketing, from a business, from a, you know, even the hero's journey, that, that it took to get you from where you were to where you are. It's all fa very fascinating to me. So the, the URL, once again, for people to go follow you or yeah. grab the course. Yeah, it's www.robmoroto. That's like M-O-R-O-T-O.com. So Moroto. It's like Mr. T with three O's in the middle. <laughs> right? No, it doesn't work. Yeah. No. Yeah, I know. It, it's funny. I had actually somebody come up to me. I was like, who's Mr. T? And I thought, oh, no. Uh, 
That's awesome. Right. <laughs> we'll leave it right there. That's a perfect joke to end it. Um, awesome, man. Thanks you for thanks for doing this. A great conversation. Right. Uh, you know, all of our conversations seem to be awesome. So I appreciate this. And yeah, let's let's catch up again and you know, do a touch base on the real estate industry in a couple months or so and see how things yeah, are going. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. No, well, I want to see how this course the, goes. Uh, course. Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah, no, it'd be fantastic. I've got like I said, I've got it right now on Teachable and then I've transitioning it on to Kajabi. So yeah. right now that link will go to the teachable one, but anyone who signs up on that, I'll just funnel them back into the Kajabi one. So. All right, my friend, you have a fantastic weekend. And uh, yeah, yeah, let's continue to geek out over email. This is Twitter.